fear no one. Did you hear that? First line of the gospel today. It sounds like a Nike slogan, doesn't it? You can see it with a little uh, swoosh. All right. Jesus is the only one telling you that, yeah? Uh, everybody else is telling you to be afraid. Uh, it was fascinating. Uh, after our last three presidential elections, I don't know if you saw this, a majority of people who voted for their candidate weren't technically voting for their candidate. You know this? They were voting against the other candidate. That's what the numbers showed. And, and how did we get to that point? Well, simple, uh, we're afraid. Be afraid of that guy. Right? Be afraid of this one. Uh, I guess we should be less afraid of the other one. Fear is a powerful motivator. And that is the goal of the evil one. He wants you and I afraid. Now, Jesus is clear that there is something we should be fearful of, but it's not a person. And we're going to get into that in a minute. But the first thing Jesus says is to fear no one. Why? Because he breaks it down for us that no person can take from you and me voluntarily the truth. That thing that Jesus whispered to his disciples because people weren't ready. That thing that Jesus told them in the darkness, that he told them, you're going to need to bring this to the light. And what is that thing? What's the truth? The truth is something that is so important that we, we see it in Jesus. Sorry, my brain stopped. This is the fourth time I've given this homily. Uh, if you're sick of it after one, just think of how I feel, yeah? The truth is a person. Jesus Christ didn't technically speak the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth, and he spoke. In John 14, he says, I am the truth. And this is why truth is so important, because the truth is a person. And when you and I tell the truth about something even as simple as these candles are, well, two of them are, uh, two candles out of three on this side are lit. I've spoken the truth. I have worshiped in a sense. That's how important truth is. And any lie that we participate in is a kind of sacrilege. It's an action against Jesus. And there is one truth that surpasses them all. And here it is. Are you ready? No? All right, we'll move to the next section, I guess. <laughs> that God saw our plight and came to our rescue. That God took flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And the moment that Jesus was conceived in his mother's womb, as it tells us in the second reading, an echo went out through the entirety of the human race, what it meant to be human changed. Human and divine got all muddled together in the most beautiful way. And that you and I are a reflection of that. That inside of us and working in us is the divine. And that from the moment Jesus began his life on earth, 
every human experience he had became divine. Every human experience now that you and I have that is not sin is tied to the divine. And why would God do that? Well, the angel flat out said, because he is, didn't say his name is, he is Emmanuel, God with us, God on our side, God in the mud with us. And that's the truth. You're loved that much. And that's what defines you more than your job, more than your family, more than anything. What defines you is that love is in love with you and is a part of you in a way you can't tear away. That's the truth. And that this person, Jesus, who was the truth, gives himself to us in the form of bread. That's the truth. And no human can take that from you. They can say, well, I don't believe that. That's okay. You're wrong. But I know and believe in my heart that I'm loved this much that he who is existence himself becomes bread because I can handle that. And he enters me in the Eucharist and becomes a part of me. That's true. And whatever else you encounter in life, that truth defines you. Can someone kill your body because of your belief in this? Yes, they can. But they can't touch your soul. They can't take truth from you. It's a powerful thing to think of, especially in this day and age when truth has become a mess. You can't even say what's true in some cases without being censored. You can't even say the basic truth about human biology without experiencing pushback. We've become contemptuous of truth. But truth is everything, and we're made to find it and to submit to it. And people might make your life difficult, but they can't take the truth from you. So fear no one. So what do we fear? Jesus says, fear those who can destroy body and soul in Gehenna. What is Gehenna? Gehenna is a valley. Uh, the Gehenna is kind of the Hebrew, or what do you call it, Latinization of the word Jihana is what they called it. And when the Jews first entered the promised land, they encountered something that they didn't do. They encountered human sacrifice. The Canaanites would gather in this valley every year when they planted their crops, and they would sacrifice their children to the fire. They built a big fire and literally, in the words of Scripture, caused their children to be cast into the flames as an offering to the gods. We'll give you our babies, make us successful, make us powerful, feed us. The Jews were so horrified by this that when they took the land, they said, we're never going to live there. We're never going to farm there. Instead, we're going to put our garbage there. And so for almost 3,000 years, Gehenna was a garbage dump. 
a place where there was a fire and people threw their leftovers, their garbage. Jesus' point, and one they all understood he was making, is that the people who want to reduce humans to their function, who are willing to sacrifice humans for their own personal gain, that's the opposite. That damages your soul. And that is what kills body and soul. The key is this. I think we're offered, at, well, not I think, we are offered at core two concrete world values. And here's one of them. And it's the one Jesus gave us. So just as a quick, you know, cheat note, this is the right one. You are created on purpose. You are created out of love. You were created out of nothing. And God did that because he loves you. He intends you. And in that intention for you, you and I are to seek the truth because that's where God is. Even if the truth makes us uncomfortable or if we don't like it, we seek the truth because that means we're seeking God. And because of that, because God's on our side, every human you encounter is filled with the dignity and life of the Lord. You are priceless. And so is everyone you meet. The other worldview? Well, you're a cog. You're a part of a machine that doesn't really have a name for you. But as long as you produce and as long as you behave and share your toys appropriately, and that's it. Do that for about 80 years. You are so much more than what you make or create. You are so much more than your sin or your past. You're more than all of that. God is in love with you. He's on your side. And that's the truth no one can take from you. And any worldview that reduces you to less than that is from hell. It's garbage. What Jesus is calling us to do in today's gospel truly is to remember our value. That here's how precious you are to the Lord. His eye is on you. He sees you. When I was a kid and I'd hear God sees everything you do, I was like, oh no. You know, oh no, really? But it's more than what you do. He sees who you are. And he's in love with that. He's crazy about it. You do this. There's people you love who drive you nuts. I think they're called spouses, if, uh, from the Latin, if I understand right. Oh, kids, spouses, friends, co-workers. You can love people and recognize, but that thing drives me nuts, but it doesn't define our relationship. I'm in love with that person. I can deal, is the phrase we used to say in the 80s. For God, who looks at you and sees you, he's not looking at you to find out what you're doing. He knows he's looking at you because he can't take his eyes off you. And every time you call him, he comes. How does he do it? I don't know. I'm not God. But I know he said it's true. His eye is on you. Not to judge, but because he can't take his eyes off you. And that is true about you. And anything that comes in your life that reduces you is from hell. That's the truth. No person can take it 
from you. Live that truth and recognize it not just about you, but about every single person you meet. Amen? Amen. Okay.